Hello, and welcome to another episode of Them Asperger's. What? Nothing. Why were you pulling a face that you were thinking then? I was thinking, when do I come in? You don't. Okay. Uh, you've never come in on the start bits. There isn't a bit where you start talking after I've said something. You can say hello if you want. Hello. <laughs> there goes that. That made you feel better? Uh, so, yeah, we didn't do an episode last week. Um, I think I said at the end of the last episode we did that we were going to do an episode because it was Christmas. Uh, but things got way too hectic. And so it never happened. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think everyone's busy anyway, though, with like Christmas stuff. Um, no one's asked where the episode was, so I feel like we uh, it didn't matter too much, I don't think, in the end. I was a little bit concerned, but I think... We'd have had to record it on Christmas Eve. We were both at work. It was stressful. Yes. In general. But that's over now. Christmas is done. Uh, Just New Year's Eve to get through, which is tomorrow. Yes. Um, But that doesn't really matter because uh, we don't do anything. I don't do anything. I've never done anything for it. Um, I don't really feel like New Year's Eve is a burger-friendly event in general. No, I guess what most people do for New Year's Eve is to go out and it's loud. Yeah. Fireworks and stuff. I'm not a fan of that. Go out and get drunk or, uh, yeah, fireworks. Fireworks are definitely not. uh, Most people aren't a fan of those that are on the spectrum that I know of. Um, I also don't really see the point of it. It's um, nothing changes. You know, the whole New Year, New Me thing. I I don't get it. It's It's just a date, but a date. Is something that we have made up basically. I don't really get the big celebration of New Year. I get really into Christmas, so I guess I can't uh I can't judge. But yeah, I don't feel the need to celebrate New Year like it's a big deal. No. Um I don't I I don't know. I don't know. I I I I don't know if it's I don't think it's an N T thing, uh, New Year's, but I just I don't think it's like there's something there that they don't get. I think it's just one of those things people like to celebrate. It's one of those things that I'm told you do, like there's loads of things like through life that you're told is something you do, but you've never really like asked questions, you know, you've never really gone, but why? Um, And I think New Year's is one of those things that because it's New Year's Eve and then obviously midnight next year, the new year starts, everybody likes to bring it in. New Year's resolutions, like whatever. Um, I'm not really one for making them. Uh, I've never made one actually, thinking about it. Oh. but I guess that's most New Year's resolutions are to make a big change or to make a big, like, do you know what I mean, alteration to your life. Yeah. Uh, which would make sense that I would never make one of those um, because, you know, it's the opposite. My New Year's resolution would be change nothing. <laughs> Try and keep stability and everything the same uh, for as long as possible. But yeah, so, yeah, that's tomorrow. It's New Year's Eve tomorrow. Uh, then it'd be New Year's Day and back to normal. But uh, you don't make resolutions, do you? I have done in the past. But all of mine have been something to do with, um, like, bettering myself, I guess. So when I was younger, I used to drink a lot of fizzy drinks at one point, And I made a New Year's resolution to not drink any more fizzy drinks. And then I stuck to it religiously for the whole year. And that was it. Then I didn't drink fizzy drinks after that so i've done like things like that i suppose oh, right, right. but not life-altering not like this year i'm gonna get i don't know i I think some people do like a this year like 2019 i guess i'm gonna 
get this in my career and do this and go see this part of the world stuff like that I don't do anything like that I've just uh given stuff up from what I remember I've done giving up of things I think I went vegetarian um as a new year's resolution that carried on forever but yeah I think one thing as well as being um on the spectrum is uh I can't project you know like when people just like what do you want to change or what do you want to be different I don't I can't. I think I've mentioned before that, like, I just live day in, day out. I can't see myself in a years from now time or, um, you know, like, what would I do if I could change something or what's my goal for next year? Like, if I've got a goal, I, I can't make, like, predictions like that. And I wouldn't know how to go about starting that. So I wouldn't be like, next year's the year I get, like, the perfect job or anything like that. Because, um, do you know what I mean? I think there'd be too much pressure, too much routine to... To try and put something in place where I say by like June, yeah, I should have at least, do you know what I mean? Like applied for another job. Yeah, or, I don't like to add that kind of stuff in because then I'm adding myself like I'm making myself a, a deadline, and if I don't meet meet it, do you know what I mean? Like it, I think it it would become too stressful. I think uh, the thing I like about n- not New Year's Eve, but the thing I like about the New Year's Eve to New Year's Day sort of period is just that it's sort of the end of the christmas period and i love christmas but you know you've done like i haven't really exercised i haven't been eating particularly healthy um and things like that and there's been a lot of work hours have been different uh things have changed like different shops opening hours are different and things like that i look forward to it just going back to normal again like the kids go back to school work hours go back to normal i can get my uh standardized like breakfast lunches and dinners back on track come up with that like i feel like my routine gets restored i quite like that yeah i never really thought about that the christmas this like Christmas, New Year's thing, it does kind of mess with the way things are done. Yeah. Um, I think that makes me more agitated. I feel like I have been more agitated. Um, yeah, I definitely have. Between this gap between Christmas and New Year's. And I think that's because everybody's off work or uh, our work in general it hasn't got like a steady everyday routine or hasn't got like its normal thing structure in place. Yeah. Everything's a bit off. Like at the moment, like where we work, because um, it's a shop, you get like busy days, Saturday, Sunday, and then throughout the week, it's kind of dead. So it gives you time to do stuff. But at the moment, everybody's off work. So everybody's in our store all the time and the shop is busy constantly. Um, so there's not that kind of like, it feels like every day's a weekend at the moment. Um, and yeah. that's, that's like definitely having an impact on like my behavior um, I think even today I said that I was um, like sometimes I'm rude to people, um, but I don't know I am rude. Sometimes I'm very like I say sometimes most of the time I'm very like blunt and matter of fact about stuff when I talk to people. And some people expect like um, I don't know, I, I guess they expect me to talk to them in a way that's a bit more. What's the word I'm looking for here? Like I don't want to say like sugar coated, but. A bit, polite. Bit, okay, polite. Yeah, I suppose polite's the better. I can even think of a word for it. Um, and a bit more whatever, but I'm not. And it's not that I'm like rude or hate people. I just, I'm a bit more matter of fact. And obviously, the more agitated I get, the more that becomes a certain way. And I've noticed that I am being quite blunt and um, 
straightforward with members of the public. And I think that is because we're in this permanent limbo of every day is a weekend at the moment. Yeah, I think another thing as well that's been affecting me is um, at work, the people that we, we kind of usually have weekday people and weekend people and the weekend people, we have more of them because it's the weekend, it's busier. Uh, But at the moment, the weekend people who are more people that go to school or college or uni during the weekdays and then work weekends, they're off all the time. So we've got lots of people in on the weekdays. And it means that where we work, shop, behind the counter, there's not that much space. And there's a lot of people now behind, as well as a lot of customers on the shop floor. So it feels a lot more crowded constantly. There's more people talking to me constantly. It's louder. I think that's um, affected me as well. I think it's it's a combination of when I'm at work at the moment with there being so many people around, I find that quite stressful. And then I think also this not having my set routine, like I do get a bit weird if I eat, and not if I eat unhealthy as such, but like if I don't have, if I don't feel like I'm being healthy a majority of the time, and I haven't really exercised, which I think affects your mood in general. And I haven't had, there's not been that much structure or routine. And then on top of that, work being busier, more people around me talking more. Um, I think it's just, for me, it hasn't come out in me being ruder as such. But I, I'm not great at... Um, not making not making a big deal out of situations but I'd say recently I've been a lot worse with like something small can happen and it just tips me over the edge but I think it's more been all these other things are in the background that are making me worked up that I haven't realized and then something small will happen and it's just that's it for me and then I think everything's over but I it's it's not that one tiny thing that thing's irrelevant but yeah I am making big deals out of nothing a lot yeah yeah uh, and like I say I think it's because there's there's no the routines out the window for this type of this period I think that's the same for everybody I think it's just because of what we do for a living yeah and that's the problem um, I've, I've the food and exercise has been a choice like I thought yeah I just want to not worry about it which I have and it's been really nice it's not that I've not enjoyed that I have, but I'm looking forward to sort of going back to more structure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, well, so picking a topic for this week, um, yes. I didn't know what to do, so I've got my list, my list of things that have been suggested by people. Yes. Uh, or because I think we've covered all the ones that we were initially going to talk about, so I think my list now is the ones that people have mentioned. Um, and this one this week is we're going to go more into, I suppose, anger. Somebody asked a while ago if we could talk more about anger as a thing. So we did an episode on emotions in general. Yeah. Um, but I guess we said we'd delve into detail on some things. And anger is one of those ones that um, I suppose comes up a lot. I think it comes up more with me. I always mention that I get angry a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's... It's even though like I do experience emotion, I don't experience it the same way as everybody else. And I don't have set, like, I don't have the good ones. Like I always used to think that with my emotions that I was incapable of all the positive emotions. This is before I was diagnosed. This was back 
uh, before that. And I always used to think it was weird that I could experience like the bad emotions. Yeah. Uh, anger. Um, well, mainly just anger, I think, actually. I'm trying to think of other bad emotions. Sad? I didn't really ever get sad. Yeah. I'd get like waves of sadness, but I, I wouldn't say that I was sad, you know? Like if I watch, you know when people watch like movies that are like sad movies? Yeah. Make people cry or that kind of thing. That never happened. And, um, you know, sometimes people post stuff on like Facebook or the internet where they just put a comment saying like, if you don't cry at this, you're dead inside. <laughs> like I used to watch those videos and get nothing from them and just be like, well, so <laughs> dead inside then apparently. Um, but yeah, as far as like the good emotions go, like happy or uh, name another good emotion apart from happy. Excited. Yeah, all right. Yeah, excited. Yeah, that kind of thing. I don't get any of that. People, as you say, you're excited. Um, sort of like with Christmas and that kind of thing. You're looking forward to something. And they'd always be like, no, no. Um, and same with like being happy. I wouldn't say I was. I would say I'm, I'm at the same level all the time. And that's how I know that I'm okay is because my mood is indifferent you know like there's nothing i don't feel any negative emotion so i must be all right but i wouldn't say that there's like a a plus and a minus i'd say i just have like a a base emotional response to stuff and then if it changes from that it's usually a different response it's usually a negative response if i'm not in my normal whatever everything's fine i don't care yeah um and the normal one that shows up more that tells me something's wrong is is anger anger's the one where most of the time, I am whatever, just the way I am, whatever you class me. What would you class, like, how I am normally? Sort of how I am now. I wouldn't say that when we do these podcasts, I experience... I'm not, like, super, like, excited or hyper or anything like that when we do these. No. Um, and the way I talk on these is how I am most of the time. I would say... For a large portion throughout the day, the week, this is how I am in general. This is how I talk and behave. But there are times where it's different. So there are times where I'll differ. But the only times I'll differ is for something negative when something's bad happening. And if it's not one of my obsessive like thought processes that I have, one of my rumination things, which I wouldn't say my emotions change, but I would say um, it's hard for me to focus and um, concentrate about stuff. Yeah. But... If they do, if my emotions do change, I would say anger is the one that comes out more with me. And it's always been that way. I've always would say that I'm aware of the fact it's the only emotion I'm really like in tune with is when I'm angry. Yeah. Um, And you've seen it. Yeah. You've seen it when it happens with me. I'm not like violent or anything crazy like that, but you can tell when I'm angry with something. Yeah. Um, But like if something good happens to me or if something positive happens to me, would you notice any difference in the way I behave? No. No, I'm not the same. really. No. But yeah, angry is is the one that shows up. And it's usually when... I'm trying to think of like what the main trigger for it is. But I think the main thing is when something doesn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Or somebody's not doing what they should be doing. Or it's usually like that. It's usually when I have my set like structure and how everything's supposed to go that day. And how everything's supposed to happen. And it's if something differs from it. Yeah. My normal response is to get angry about it. Um, you know what I mean? Like, or if someone's being like unfair or just anything like that, anything that it goes against what I thought would be happening or goes against what I believe to be right or the correct or just or everything like that. My normal response to that is anger. Yeah. Um, 
And it can just happen. I just sort of react. I just sort of go off, like, just fly off about it straight away. I mean, yeah. sometimes I get angry before I've even really understood what's happened. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes you'll explain to me, like, oh, no, he means this or that, the other. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm just calmed down again. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's my main one. Uh, I have angry meltdowns, uh, which, to be fair, I've not had an angry meltdown in a long time. But I do get them. Angry meltdowns for me tend to happen when, so like when one thing's gone wrong, I have my angry outbursts where sometimes I say some like horrific stuff about a person or yeah. I'll say something really bad or I'll wish something bad or do you know what I mean? I'll just talk, I'll just go on a massive rant about how everything's ridiculous and unfair and the world's wrong and like that kind of thing. And it goes on for a while. So sort of like how people on the spectrum talk about their obsessive, you know, when you talk about a subject with someone on the spectrum that they're really into, yeah, they'll go on and on and on about it. It's kind of like that with me. I have like these angry bursts where it happens and I go on about it and on about it and on about it. And it can happen for a while. I mean, you've been there when I've been going on for like an hour or so on like an angry rant about something. And then once it's out of my system, I just go back to normal again. Um, like my levels return and it's like I didn't do it. Yeah. Which is hard for some people to follow when they're with me because sometimes I'll say some really horrible stuff to the person I'm arguing with, uh, like ex-girlfriends, um, members of my family. I'll say some really horrible stuff and I'll rant for ages about them. But for me, once it's done, once I've like got it out of my system, I go back to normal. Yeah. So I'll go on like an angry rant at someone for ages and ages and ages. And then once it's done, I'm like... Ah. So, uh, what we're doing later, and obviously, like for neurotypical people, you can't just have a massive rant about them <laughs> or whatever, and like go on about it for ages. And then once it's done, you feel like cleansed. So then you go back to normal, and it's like, okay, that's out now. I'm glad I got that out of my system. <laughs> Let's move on, and like it doesn't matter anymore. Like some people, like they stay angry with you then, or upset with you, or don't want to talk to you, or be around you for a bit. And I don't understand that, I guess. I feel like because it's out of my system and I'm not experiencing it anymore uh, and my, like, AS has, like, kicked in and calmed me down and I've gone back to normal again, I just go around the same people, like, behaving normally like it didn't just happen. Um, And because of my, I suppose, inability to read people, I don't notice that they're annoyed at me still. So it doesn't... I don't think, like, oh, they're still angry. (laughs) I just carry on um, talking to them like normal. I don't realize that they don't want to be around me or they're still annoyed at me and that kind of thing. I just behave like normal until it gets to the point where they don't understand it and they've had enough. And then what they do is they tell me, I'm annoyed with you. I can't believe you just spoke to me like that. And then what that does is that reminds me of the conversation we had. (laughs) So then I flare back up again and go straight back into like, and it's like a weird like cycle where they're just like, I can't believe you said that to me. This is wrong. That's the other. I'm just like, oh, wait, yeah, because of that thing. And then I get raging and then like the conversation starts again and I'm back on it. And it's like an endless, it's an endless thing. Like I think my last girlfriend, um, she worked it out eventually that after I've had the rant, I would go back to normal. And providing that we didn't talk about the same thing again, it would be like it never happened. And she worked it out eventually. But I think she found it hard to not talk about it with me because obviously like she wanted like a closure to the yeah, argument almost or it hurt her feelings or do you know what I mean so she used to end up having to call members of a family to talk to them about it because she knew if she talked to me about it um it would have just started again what's the matter nothing just oh what I don't know I can't imagine 
talking to members of my family about it. No, like, I didn't know she did it. She'd wait till I was, like, at work or I'd left the oh, flat. Oh, okay. And then she'd call, like, her mom or her sister and yeah. just explain what happened because she knew she couldn't have that conversation or resolution conversation like you would NT to NT. So it's almost like have it, she was having the resolution conversation that she wanted with you with them yeah okay because you know that if she tried to have it with me um i'd just start off again yeah and the thing is is when people have said to me in the past like you've hurt my feelings or uh whatever yeah what you said was horrible i don't see it as like i don't see it as that if anything it annoys me yeah so when people say that to me and say you've hurt my feelings I get angry again. <laughs> so, like, my initial reaction is anger because... And I don't know why. I don't know if it's, like, because I don't understand guilt. Like, I don't really ever feel guilty about stuff when I do things. Yeah. So I don't know if it's what it is, is it's supposed to be guilt and it's not coming out. And what's happening is I'm supposed to feel guilty at this point because what I've done is a bad thing. But for some reason, the only emotion I can really have is, like, anger. Yeah. It comes out as anger. And I don't think, I don't get angry with myself, like, oh, I'm so angry that I did this. I get angry with them for being upset. So I'm just like, why are you being upset about it? Like, that's just ridiculous. Like, it's it's just one of the things. And I think it's because I'm kind of letting, like, letting off some steam. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just getting it all out of my system. Yeah. And firing it wherever it's coming from. And then once it's out, I'm better. And I feel like they, people should just get that's what that was. So when people say, you can't talk to me like that, or you can't be this way, or... You can't behave like that. I just think it's ridiculous. I think that they've like misinterpreted what's just happened and they don't get what's just happened. And it gets me agitated and then I start having a go at them again. And like it's it's always been something I've done. Um it's always been like the way I've behaved to stuff. Uh like sometimes I'll just scream stuff at people. Um I remember I used to do it a lot as a kid where I'd be talking to somebody. Um, and they weren't getting what I was saying or not understanding what I was saying. Um, and then like the last like four or five words of the sentence, I'd just shout. <laughs> so I'd start the conversation as normal and I'd be saying the sentence within the last four or five words of the sentence. I'd just shout at the top <laughs> of my voice at them. Um, and I used to do it to my parents all the time when I was a kid and they used to get really angry with me about it. Um, but I didn't understand what the problem was. Um, And it just comes out in like bursts. It's kind of like I have no control over it. So I'll just be normal. Something will happen, like a go against like whatever reason. Something goes the way I don't think it was going to go or the reasons I've said or some other ones that I can't think of about why I get angry. Um, And I have no control over this like anger that comes out. It just kind of happens. I feel it coming. um, And then I have my outburst and then I feel better. And like I say, I'm not like, I don't get, I don't like, I've never like physically attacked anybody or anything like that. Yeah, or violent. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I think I've done it to you a couple of times where we've had a fallout because you've said something. You don't get what I mean. I know what I mean, and I've explained <laughs> it to you in every way that I think is possible to get my point across. <laughs> and you still don't get it. And I think I've then said something a bit like more, a bit more harsh than I normally would. Yeah, I think with you, I know that if. I do some. I say like if I do something wrong, if I if I know I've done something that will annoy you, I know that your default mood to go to would be anger. Like so if I say like when I overreact to things sometimes, yeah. and I 
Because the thing is, when I overreact to things, I know that I'm overreacting to it. Everything in my head says, like, don't overreact to this. You don't need to. But the words that come out of my mouth are just the most ridiculous things of, <laughs> like, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of anything that's actually happened, even though I know I do it, like, all the time. But, like, say in a weird situation, I've bought, like, loads of shopping, but one of the things is wrong. I know that it doesn't really matter, but the words that will come out of my mouth will be things like, well, I'll just ch- I'll just chuck the whole lot of shopping in the bin. Yeah, That actually, sort of thing. Like yesterday with the phone changing thing. Yeah. That's so, an example of that. Yeah, so I was wanted to change my phone and um, something went wrong with it. Then I decided that I didn't want any new phone whatsoever. Even though my phone was broken, I just started getting really worked up because I had in my head this certain phone I was changing to it wasn't going to be that phone I got worked up but your default emotion to go to is anger and you were like I guess no not like angry angry at me but I guess annoyed well yeah more because... so like you you use a harsher tone but that doesn't I mean it doesn't bother me because I am not the best at noticing well, just, stuff like it's this because we know... were we were doing it like we'd set your phone I, up <laughs> I I started transferring your data from one phone to the other. We were going to get it all sorted. It was all ready to go. And then just because you couldn't find an original receipt, you're like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it now. Let's just forget it, that kind of thing. And I'd already spent ages like sorting it out and doing it. And you just wanted to drop it. And I'd got it in my head. We were going to do it. I got the next stage going and you did it. And yeah, I think my response to you was I was telling you you're being stupid. And I started telling you how ridiculous you were. And like, this is like, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, this is a massive overreaction. I started saying things like, it's not like you're going to die if you need to do this now. Like, this is stupid. Like, I can't believe you're just freaking out over nothing. Like, yeah. and like, yeah, let's say. But like, I, I, I also, like you say, you're not violent or like aggressive when you say it. I just know that like, if I'm doing something like that, which is like, I start it. But I know that your go-to reaction would be, anger but that's not something that bothers me but I can see why with some people I know with a lot of people if they're upset or doing something like that what they want is I guess sympathy or something with me it's different because I think that your response to things like that snaps me out of it so yeah I suppose um tends to help with me but it's just I mean I mean obviously this episode like it's me and you talking and we talk to each other about different things but i I don't know. Like, I feel like this one, this topic's more like towards me than you. Yeah. Because like, it's the only real emotion I've got is anger. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I really express any others. Um, everyone that knows me or has known me for a long time or knows me well, I would say that anger is the one is the only different like differentiating emotion from my normal everyday thing and I've never understood why that is why it's my go-to thing I do it a lot like when everything's going well or if everything's worked out or something like great has happened I don't have any like response to that I just sort of go cool yeah done like that kind of thing and like everything else that would require like I don't get scared um I don't get oh God, do you know what? like the emotions trying to think of emotions is ridiculous I'm trying to think of like emotions that I know of but either um, way <laughs> Any emotion you can think of, I don't have that reaction to that situation. So in situations where people should be scared, I don't get scared. In situations where people would get happy, I don't get happy. Where people get excited, I don't get excited. But in situations where people would get angry, I get angry. And I don't 
do the like, you know, someone does, oh yeah, it was slightly annoying or I found it slightly agitating or that kind of thing. It seems like I just go from I'm completely fine to I'm livid <laughs> yeah. in like seconds. Yeah. Um, and it's always been a thing. I've never really understood where it comes from or why I'm able to do that, but I can't do it anywhere else. And obviously like before diagnosis, I was annoyed because I... Um, I thought that if I could do that one, I could do the others. And I always thought there was just something like, like some sort of like suppression or like there was some trauma in my life that was (laughs) making me like not experience the others. But for some reason, anger was there. And I thought like anger management or do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I, um, I just thought that was, that was the deal. Um, but it never really, um, it never really worked and I'd spend all my time trying to make myself have other emotions. So I'd put myself in situations. Do you know, and I mean like really stupid stuff. You know, like how people watch like sunrises and they, uh, you know, they feel like something towards like watching a sunrise. <laughs> I remember like waking up at like five in the morning to go to like, because we live on the coast, like to the beach, to the sea, to like watch a sunrise. Because everyone's just like, oh yeah, you've got to watch like a sunrise. And I just kind of watched it and was like, well, this is boring. Like, I get it. Like, this is how light happens. This is why we don't need streetlights in the daytime. Like, I've seen it on telly and watching it like in real life was no different other than I was tired and it was cold. That was the only difference. I just thought, is that I could have watched this at like eight o'clock at night on TV. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I could have been inside warm watching the same thing. And I didn't really have like an experience of that. Um, and like other emotions, like I looked at like generic or standard, this is how people feel like excited about stuff during booking holidays or doing things and like trying to feel like a, an emotion. Yeah. Doing it and just thinking this is nonsense. And I just thought this is weird. Why can't I do any of this stuff? Um, why do I only ever get like angry? Um, and obviously when I got diagnosed, it all makes sense. Like they tell you about the Asperger's and how it works with emotions. And it's not that people Asperger's don't have emotions, but they, they work differently. Yeah. Um. So I kind of didn't really pursue other emotions at that point. I kind of just didn't really think anything of about it until I suppose, I think until we started doing these podcasts is really yeah. the time when I started thinking, but yeah, I still, I still can do anger. Why, why can't I do any others? And obviously, like, when I was really young, my anger meltdowns involved me, like, punching stuff. Not people. I've never, like, attacked a person. But, like, punching pillows or... I remember one time I was trying to put... um, So I had, like, a big bookcase, like, a six-foot-tall bookcase. I was trying to put, like, DVDs on it. And I was trying to put them in, like, a certain order. Yeah. But the bookcase wasn't, like, nailed to the wall. So (laughs) it was, like, slightly forward. Uh, It didn't have a back in it. So, like obviously everyone's listening to this so there's a waste of time me saying this then but you see this bookcase here <laughs> yeah you see how it's got a back on it you nail like a flat bit of wood on the back of it yeah. it didn't it was you looked all the way through it and you could see the wall yeah probably. yeah and it was leaning against the wall and i was trying to put dvds in it and dvds like i was slot pushing them in so they were touching the wall but then they were like falling down the back of the bookcase to the okay, bottom yeah and they kept doing that and i put one in and it fell down the back. I picked it up. I put it in. Another one fell down the back. I picked it up. Yeah. I put it in. Something else that wasn't a book, like some sort of toy or figure I had, fell off the side. And I was getting, I could feel myself like getting more and more angry with this bookcase because it wasn't just everything's going to be in a neat order and fine. To the point where I'd spent ages setting it up. There was like eight different slots that I'd figured out what was going in each one. I put a DVD in. It fell down the back. I just had like an anger meltdown and I tipped the whole thing over. Like I grabbed the back of the bookcase 
knocked it over onto the floor, started like kicking bits out of it across the floor. I think I stomped on a few of my DVDs and smashed the cases. And that went on for like three, four minutes. And then I'd calm down and I was just like, why have I just... Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now I've got to put this back up again and I did I spent like the next two hours lifting the bookcase up <laughs> swapping out DVD cases do you know what I mean like and arranging it all and it all went back up and it was fine like I managed to get it all up there nothing fell through and I was calm but there was this like brief spark of um, just knocking the bookcase over yeah Um, and like there were different scenarios where that's happened I remember breaking like my mom's ironing board because I was trying to iron something. And like every time I ironed it, I was ironing a shirt. More creases. Yeah. yeah. I'd ironed one side and it was crease free. And then I put it on and I was like, this is creased. Tried to iron the other side, I put another crease. And it was going on for ages to the point where I just broke my mom's ironing board. Um, but I was a kid. And like when you're a kid and you break something, you don't want to tell your parents that you broke it. <laughs> so you tend to just put it back and pretend like you don't know anything about it. <laughs> Uh, which obviously my mom listens to this podcast, so like she's going to know that the time that the ironing board was broke. <laughs> it was you. That was me. Um, and I remember like one where we had this fence down the side of a house we used to live in, um, and the fence door wouldn't open, so like it had like rusted shut or the latch had got stuck. Same thing again. I was trying to get through the fence. I didn't have a key to get in, but I wanted to get around the back to the point where I couldn't get this fence in. So I like kicked the fence to like pieces, like literally to splinters. There was nothing left of the fence. Once again, my mum's listened to this. Um, and I pretended like I didn't know what had happened to the fence. And obviously, I've never told my mum what happened to the fence. So, yeah, mum, if you're listening to this, there were broken fence on the side of the house. That was me. I broke that fence. Um, but it was an anger meltdown. At the time, I just thought I was like a spoilt brat and like yeah. was just being a thing. But I've realised now that what it was is I needed to get inside the house. The plan was to get inside the house, but I couldn't get in because I didn't have a front door key. I wanted to climb over the fence. But it was quite a high fence and I couldn't get over it because I think it was wet and I couldn't get over. Um, but I needed to get inside the house and I tried to open it and it wouldn't open. I couldn't get the latch off. I managed to get the bolt off because you could lean over and turn the bolt, but it still wouldn't open. So I destroyed the fence. Yeah. Like, And it was like a fit of rage where I just broke it to pieces. And at the time it seemed like a good idea um, because it got me what I wanted. But then after I was just like, why have I just done this to the fence? And it used to happen. I haven't had one of them in a long time, but yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's the only real, like, I would say emotional response I've ever had to anything. I think it's interesting because like, this episode is definitely going to be more targeted towards you in general. But I think with me, I experience every other emotion really strongly. So I get really, like, if I get really happy about something, I get really happy. Yeah. I get really excited. I can get really sad like, I think that's why a lot of, I guess, uh, a, a lot of ex-boyfriends of mine have thought that I was bipolar. And I think that's probably why, because I get really, like, intense emotions. But the one that I would say I don't really get very often is anger. I don't really understand anger for me. Like, I, sometimes I get annoyed at people um, for things they do, but if there's one emotion that I really, really can't express, it's anger. I find it really difficult to tell someone that I'm angry at them for something or that I'm annoyed at them for something. I I show annoyance um, at situations, but showing people that I'm angry at them is just something that I can't express. Even if I feel it in my head, that's one thing that I really bottle up. And I, 
I don't, I can't think of many times that I've been really angry. I think it happens, but when it does, it will only happen for me in the form of, I guess, an angry meltdown and probably not very often at all. I can't think of a time where I've had a proper explosion. I've never seen you angry. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't happen. Like, I get annoyed and there's definitely times where you've seen me annoyed, but my annoyance doesn't really last very long either. And yeah, it's really difficult for me to get angry at someone. Like, I can't think of a time that I've been angry at you. No, I can tell that you're angry. (laughs) So there's times where I'm talking to you and I can tell that you're annoyed or angry or whatever. (laughs) But I know there's nothing you can do about it. You can see that it's there, but you don't know how to... I can't express it. I can't. Even if you try and force it out of me. Like, for some reason, my head will think the thoughts, but I can't work out how I articulate it. And I don't, even if I feel it in my head, I know that if I say it to someone, they're going to defend it or tell me I'm wrong or try and explain to me why. And that's going to annoy me more. So for me, I know that the best thing for me to do is just not say anything and just let myself calm down in my head and just never get it out. I have the same thing, so I there's a group chat with my family. The other day they were posting pictures of something that it got me annoyed because it just didn't fit with my views. But I knew that if I said that to them, they would defend it to me or get annoyed at me. And I didn't want that because I can't be bothered with it and it annoys me more. So I was like, I just won't. I just left the conversation, didn't say any reason why. When they asked me, I just said, oh, just I just left. I didn't explain it because it wasn't worth it. And it's really, I can't do it. I can't do anger. I just think it's interesting because for you, it's like the only emotion that I've seen from you, really. But with me, it's probably the one that you it doesn't come out of me. Yeah, but when I'm angry, it's not like I... Um say to people right i'm angry now oh i know like i don't know i'm doing it so um that's that's the um that's the thing is i don't know i'm doing it at all so it's not like i'm angry so i don't i don't say it like a i don't well, i don't want to say like a normal person but i don't know if that's how normal people do it i don't know if they um when they're angry they go right you've made me really angry now which <laughs> i have heard people say that where they yeah. explain that they're angry first and then they go, and this is why I'm angry. I just kind of figure, like, the way I react, it's obvious that's what it is. But I don't know I'm doing it a lot of the time. I tend to not realise I've been angry until after it's happened. But I think you definitely, like, I don't see, you don't say it to people, but I don't, you don't have, like, a happy outburst, but you definitely have angry outbursts. Yeah. Whereas I think for me, I have all the other outbursts on the spectrum of emotions everything else will come out of me but i don't really have angry outbursts yeah like i said i don't know what it is that makes it strange that that's how it happens (laughs) um i don't um like i said i I'm, i'm in better control of them now yeah but i think that's just because um like i said once once i got diagnosed and i learned a bit more about how everything works you just kind of keep yourself out of situations and I've not had an angry meltdown or like a physical angry reaction to something like breaking something or something like that. It's been a long time. I can't remember the last time I had one. Oh, yeah, no, I can. I can. It was about a year and a half ago. 
I'd bought these. Um, oh, it doesn't matter. I bought these glasses. They cost me like hundred quid. Yeah. They were like obviously reading glasses. Well, my normal glasses, not like sunglasses or anything like that. Um, and I'd sat on them, and I'd bent the arm on them. Yeah. And they wouldn't sit straight on my face. And I was trying to bend them a little bit one way to make them straight and a little bit the other way to make them the right way. And every time I did it, they were crooked yeah. to the point where they were either crooked one way or one or the other uh, to the point where I think after about four or five goes at bending them, I literally just ripped them in half. So I twisted them all the way around. So the glass all broke, the metal broke and the bit where your nose goes. And I just ripped them into two pieces and then just threw them in the bin. <laughs> and like I'd had them for about like two weeks. Oh. <laughs> That's the last time I had one. Um, and that was, um, I think it was about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. That's yeah. the last one I had. I haven't had any since that point. Um, and like I say, it's because I'm in better control of them. But I would say the the angry stuff, I've had that recently. But like I say, it could just be because we're in this weird Christmas, oh, New yeah, Year's it's... Day limbo where um, every day is a weekend day everybody's everywhere yeah. people are everywhere and i think like i'm staying quite on control of it but i think you did notice it today you said it today that i am a little bit like you can tell this is like i'm a little bit agitated at the moment yeah i think we both are that i think it's just even without really realizing like the routines that were in place have been just a little bit disrupted and i think i like i felt weirdly excited for New Year's the other day and I couldn't work out why because I don't care about New Year's and then I realised that it was because I know that schools are going to go back and I that things are going to return to normal and it was just a, a kind of, not excited, but a relief because I realised that things are going to go back to normal and I'm looking forward to just normality re- being restored. I think you'll have the same. I think when we talk about anger and saying that you uh this relates more to you it's not because you're an angry person either like i just want to clarify it's not that you're a, a super yeah. angry person i yeah. just mean i'm not angry all the time it's no. not like i'm constantly angry i'm not like um yeah it's it's just that you don't you're the only thing you ever show other than being like a normal base level is anger but not that you show that not that you're angry all the time it's just if there if there's going to be a change in your personality it's not going to be because you're happy or excited it's not going to be because you're sad or low it's going to be because you're angry yeah i would say that um i probably get angry the the same amount as anybody who was in the situations that i've been put in lately yeah but imagine like you're, so you're NT, you have all normal emotions, you get happy, you get sad, you get excited, you get angry, whatever. Yeah. So imagine that like you're having all those emotions at the same time um, and you get angry, I don't know, let's say in the space of a month, you get angry like three times. I would say same for me. Yeah. Just take out all the other emotional responses. Yeah. So like I'm, I've got nothing then angry, but then I suppose it does kind of look like I could be an angry person because that's the only option, only emotion I ever express. But that's not because I'm an angry person. It's just because those bits where I would normally show excitement or happiness aren't happening. So I'm in those situations where a normal person would. And I guess if you're NT and you're showing um, regular emotional stuff, you don't notice that they're an angry person if they do get angry 
but they also get happy. Yeah. They do get angry, but they also get excited. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you see like the contrast of emotions. Whereas with me, if you just see the one, it could be seen that I am angry, but it's not like I'm angry all the time. It's not like I'm livid constantly. It's just, it's the only time you'll see like a change in my behavior is if I'm angry about something. Um, but yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Um, I don't know why that's the only one I can do, really. Yeah. Um, and like, same with, I suppose you can do all of them but that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is interesting that even though like I get angry a lot, um, I'm not good at picking up when other people are. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing that I always find like interesting as well. And I would say that's probably definitely an Asperger thing for me anyway. I'm not saying that's like a standard for everybody. But it's weird that even though I understand that emotion better than any emotion, um, I don't pick up when other people are angry. I can pick, weirdly, I can pick up, so say I'm watching someone have a conversation with someone. Yeah. And I'm seeing that one person is getting angry with the other person. I recognize that. If I see, see two people falling out. Yeah, you see it. I can see it. But, but if, if someone's in it. someone's getting angry with me, <laughs> I don't notice they're getting angry with me at all. Um, and that's one of the main issues I think I, I come across when I talk to strangers or members of the public or NT people is I can't tell that I'm making them aggressive or angry. <laughs> I can't tell that someone's getting more and more livid with me based on what I'm saying to them. I don't notice it. I don't notice it at all. Um, and it comes up a lot where I don't realize that what I'm saying and doing is making them angry. Um, and I guess because especially with like me it's not obvious that I have like a disability or whatever you want to call it. You don't know I'm autistic. So um, a lot of people, I think, looking back at it and when I've had like bosses and whoever tell me what I've done, they said it looks like I was purposely like agitating <laughs> them. Like I knew they were getting angry and I could see they were getting angry because I was talking to them, but I was carrying on <laughs> with the conversation I was having that had started them like riling them up in the first place. I was just carrying on with it. I yeah. was just like still saying the same things I was saying um, and being a certain way. And doing you know I mean? like I'm always getting told it's my attitude or it's my um, my behavior. Like I knew what I was doing and I was doing it on purpose. I wanted to wind this person up. I wanted to drive this person mad with it. Uh, it's only at the point where they're shouting at me that I realize that they're angry. So once they're proper <laughs> shouting, swearing, calling me names, then I realize that they're angry. Because uh, obviously at that point, you can't not notice. <laughs> um, but I don't recognize the buildup. So for me, I feel like they've gone from completely like tranquil and fine to why is this person screaming at me now? Um, whereas I then tend to go, do you want to calm down a little bit? Like, this is unnecessary. Which, for some reason, you can't tell someone to just calm down when you they're angry. You definitely can't tell someone to calm down. Because that makes them more angry. They start shouting at you and telling you, that you like, don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> and they just think, like, well, what's happened here? Why are you... I always think it's, like, an outside thing. I always think there's, like, something that's in their head. Do you know what I mean? They've had an argument with their girlfriend or their kids before they came to talk to me. Yeah. And, like, they've just remembered they had this, like, <laughs> argument and it's come out at the same time. Because sometimes that's what happens to me. Sometimes my anger doesn't come from what's happening to me. You just remember. Something that's happened earlier in the week or that day has just caught up with me, which is, for a lot of people on the spectrum, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, something can happen to you and, you know, you react to it later on that day, later on that week. Sometimes something's happened to me and then a month later it's caught up with me and I've gone, wait a minute, that did happen. And yeah. then, like... 
you know I mean? I've had a meltdown or, um, do you know what I mean? I've started ruminating about it and can't shake it out of my head. But it's something that happened a long time ago and I didn't really think about it. I just assume that's how NTP people work as well. So sometimes when people just, I don't notice it's me that's winding them up <laughs> and they just get angry. I just think like something that happened to them that morning or yesterday's just caught up with them and now they're, you know, annoyed. What I mean? like, kicking off and I'm just like well I get that you're angry but there's no need to take it out on me and it, it doesn't occur to me that what I'm doing is the thing that's made <laughs> them this way um and yeah that's the thing as well like it can just come from anywhere uh same with your like excitement I've seen you get like excited or happy just out of the blue like you've yeah. just been we've been doing nothing we've not been talking nothing's been happening and then you're all like hyper yeah for no reason um and i think the same thing works with me with anger sometimes there's something that's happened that should have got me angry at the time um like for example recently uh i went for the store manager interview at the place where we work yeah they told me no yeah um i put some advice in do you know what I mean like I there was somebody on our group that talked about things we could put in for the interview yeah. that would help me. I asked them to make some changes. They made the changes. I went back into the interview thinking with the changes that means I definitely get the job. They still said no. Yeah. Um. I came out of that fine. Yeah, you were. I was just like, okay, that's fine. You know, at least I know now. Changes were made and the job still wasn't for me. Everything's great. Three days later. <laughs> yeah. somebody mentioned something that reminded me of the interview and all of a sudden I'm like livid yeah you were um it was odd and like I didn't have the reaction at the time it's like it was just a delayed response to it like that happens to me all the time so sometimes I'll just get angry at something that's got nothing to do with what I'm doing um but if you don't know that I'm on the spectrum and you don't know how it works it looks like do you mean the fact that I can't find a pen (laughs) has like made me rage like like in a ridiculous amount like I've gone where's a pen where's a pen if I was in charge here like there'd be pens everywhere wait I'm not in charge wait well yes yeah, because of that interview this is stupid and then you know like I'm screaming at like kicking stuff over like chucking boxes about trying to find pens do you know what I mean and people's just like wow why is he so angry about not being able to find a pen and like it can come from that whereas I think like a lot of NT people Something happens and they just deal with it. Like there and then, As yeah. it happens. And I think it's the same with you. Like, I think when you get your, like, waves of excitement or happiness or whatever, it could just be a delay from, like, something else that happened that you didn't react to. Probably. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm going to explode with excitement. But I get excited over the tiniest of things. Yeah. Like, you can tell me that... We're going to go for lunch somewhere that we go for lunch all the time. And all of a sudden, like, I've, I'm acting like this is the best thing that's ever happened. And I'm, yeah, I get, I, it's interesting because it's weird that I have all the others really intensely. Like, I can randomly feel really happy for no reason. Even if I've had a really bad day, I can just get home and I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden I'm really happy. But yeah, I, I never I never really get this intense anger or have like an anger outburst. Like I say, I do get annoyed and I definitely have these times where I get irritated, but I really don't feel anger. Can't, I'm trying to think of like a time that I've been really angry. I've never seen you get angry. Um, no. Or I've known you to be angry. And there's been some stuff that's happened since I've known you that I think a normal person 
would get angry. But you said that, like, um, you've never argued with anybody. Uh, well, you do argue, but you don't argue. So when people try and start, like, an <laughs> argument with you, you tend to just not talk or leave. Yeah, I'm so bad. Like, I have argued. I remember when I was younger, I remember having angry outbursts when I was a child. Yeah. That definitely happened. And I think maybe in my, like, early teenage years when I was, like, like pubescent i would yeah. say that probably was more of a thing um but yeah um, if you try and argue with me you'll probably just end up getting more annoyed because of how little i argue back i find that people find it more irritating if you don't argue back you can start shouting at me and i will maybe try and calm you down or maybe just talk to you like we're having a normal conversation and you're not irritated or I'm just going to walk away until you've calmed down. And that seems to get people more annoyed. But I don't I don't get angry. <laughs> it's really different. I feel like people expect anger to be met with anger. And when they don't get it, they get annoyed. And that, for me, is a weird thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know somebody that that is their technique when they're arguing with someone is they just agree. Yeah. So when they're arguing with someone and they like say something like you don't listen and you're like disrespectful, they tend to go, yeah, you're right. I don't listen. I am disrespectful. Uh, and that gets me people more agitated because yeah. they uh, don't like the fact that they're trying to argue with this person and this person's just not arguing because you can't have an argument with someone if they're agreeing with you. Yeah. And that's just a technique they use, even <laughs> if they don't actually believe that what they're saying is true. And even if they don't agree, they'll just agree. Not because they agree or want to end the argument. They just know it's more irritating. <laughs> I'll apologise. If someone gets angry at me, and even if I'm sort of, I sort of am in disagreement, if I think it will just end it quicker, I will just say sorry for any, I'm not the sort of person that won't, like, I won't back down or I never apologise unless I'm wrong. Like, I'll just apologise, like, if it's and made them that annoyed, I'd rather just get it over and done with. I think, um, yeah, I just think it's quite interesting. But I was going to ask you, because I didn't realise how, like, far on it was, but, like, I was going to ask you, when you get angry, have you found there's anything that helps? No. Or any, if you're having an argument with someone, is there anything that they can do that will help or make it worse? Well, no, because... What you were saying is that um, you just say you're sorry or like that kind of thing. My anger doesn't come from anywhere that's normal. So yeah. I don't have like, I would class as like a normal angry response. It's an angry response, but it doesn't really stem from anywhere that I have any control over. So I think like a meltdown or other reactions, you just have to just wait it out. Eventually I'll stop. Yeah. Um, and it won't matter what you say or do. It won't change the the argument. Even if you agree... Even if you say you're sorry, even if you do anything like, I think it's just for me, I have to let it out. Because if I don't, it could become, like I say, it could become like a, a meltdown or it could grow into something that I end up ruminating about. But I don't really, it doesn't come from anywhere that I'm not natural, but it doesn't come from like a normal place, my anger a lot of the time. Yeah. It's like a build up of other things that have contributed to it. And then it was just like the last thing. I think. That pushed me over the edge. Times when I've seen you angry, uh, it does depend on what it is and what it's over. But there's been times where, I mean, when you get angry, it tends to be nothing to angry because something's happened, not just randomly, but yeah. like it's very quick. But I think there's definitely been times where you've 
something's happened and you've like had an instant flash of anger and then it's gone straight away and there's been times where you've been angry sort of said like a bit of an angry rant it's been a little bit of time and then you've still got like (laughs) the last few bits that you need to say but yeah you're right once you've said whatever it is depending it doesn't matter how much it might just be a really quick like anger yeah. flash or it might be something where you've got to keep saying it but I, you are like once you're done it is gone it's usually a build-up as well i wouldn't say that it one thing can do it i don't think i ever get angry from one thing i think like if everything else is going fine that day or if everything's like running smoothly and everything's normal it doesn't happen it's if there's like a build-up of stuff so I think like when I've done it, it's because loads of other things went wrong first. Yeah. And then this is the thing that's done it. But like I say, it's, it could be like, it could be how I control meltdowns. I'm not sure. It could be that like, if I didn't do this, I'd have more meltdowns. I like, I, I feel like they could, they could be linked. And I don't mean like my angry meltdowns. I mean like normal meltdowns. Um, I think like if I let this off every now and then, I let the pressure off by going on like an angry rant. Yeah. Um, that stopped me from having meltdowns later on. I think just saying it out loud. Uh, and usually I found like the harsher what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. the more at peace I feel after. Yeah. So like if I say something that's like, oh, they're so annoying. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I feel like that's not as cleansing as some of the stuff I was saying. Was it today or yesterday? <laughs> what to me yeah not i'm not not to you about you but i was talking about someone yeah yeah i think that was today was it today and it went on it it went on for about five minutes yeah and that it, was today it's not anything i can repeat for this podcast <laughs> the things i was saying but the second i'd finished saying them like like you said though i did say stuff and say stuff and then stop and then like 20 seconds later i was like and more stuff yeah more things but then i feel like once that was all out um it was done Um, I didn't feel like anything else. And the weird thing is, is the things I was saying about this person, that wasn't the thing that initially had annoyed me, I don't think. I think it was something else. Yeah. And it moved on to that. Um, And yeah, sometimes I say some stuff that I would class as like harsh and I don't actually think are true. But for some reason, that's how it's coming out. And I have a problem of expressing myself in that way. I can't get it across... Normally, so sometimes I will say some bad things about someone, um, but I don't actually mean them. And once I've said them, I just feel better. I think it's just if you're the last thing at the end of it, you know, like I'm annoyed because like there's a leak in my flat. I'm then annoyed because my tires are a bit flat on my bike and I'm annoyed because somebody said something. And then if that last thing, which is the somebody said something is the thing that's the final yeah. like thing. Then I'm just like, this person said this, they're this, they're that, I hate this about them. Why do they think this? And I go on and stuff. But say like, this person had said something first, my flat had a leak, and then my bike's tyre was flat, I'd be like, my stupid bike. Yeah. Like, my, it's always doing this. Yeah. Like, So I, I don't think it's like related. I think it's just like it's, do you know what I mean? Like whichever the last one was, that's the thing yeah. I go on like the, the angry thing about. And if, the person who did the last thing is in front of me when they did it. So like yesterday with you and the phone, yeah. I think it was a build-up of stuff because it's stressful at work because of like these, this, that and the other. Yeah. I think that was just the thing that tipped me. And if the person that's done it has done it right in front of me and they're still <laughs> right there, 
instead of me going on like, a, oh, this, that, and the other, I think I just tell them while they're in front of me. Yeah. I tend to just go, do you know what your problem is? And then like yeah. go on like a, and if it's like a really bad one, say like it's quite a bad build up, and I didn't vent it earlier when it was calmer and when it wasn't as bad. Because I think like if I let it build up and don't do anything about it, the level of like angry rant is worse. Yeah. Depending on where I catch it. Like, I th- I would say that it's helpful between <laughs> us in terms of like how it works between us. Is, yeah. Um, for me, your anger really helps me snap out of... Um, bad stuff so it, it, it this is this probably isn't the best way of um helping on either end as advice but just if you're interested for me when i'm being over dramatic about things if you try and pander to me and tell me it's going to be okay that's not going to help me i'm just going to keep making it more exaggerated to you so that you understand and start panicking with me so don't be like oh it's going to be fine your anger just helps snap me out of it and if anything when I see that you're getting angry at me, I just want you to stop being angry at me. So it makes me snap out of it. And then I stop being like that. And I think that I can deal with your anger because you can say stuff to me. And it's, I guess, kind of like water off the duck's back in the way of, I don't get angry. So you can say all your angry stuff to me and it won't have that angry retaliation that some people, if someone has an angry rant to them, they're going to then get angry and it's going to be a two-way thing. But with me and you, I think that's why it works better. Like, I find your anger helpful for when I'm being a bit dramatic. I would equally say that, like, most of the time when I am angry towards you or people that know me, I would say nine times out of ten... Just know that even though what I'm saying sounds like I'm angry with you... Um, it's probably not. It's probably to do with something else completely different. It's just you happen to be the, the last one. I would definitely... Yeah, I would definitely say... I know it's difficult, especially if you're NT and someone that you care about is on the spectrum and is being angry at you and saying horrible stuff. I understand that like it might really bother you, but try not to take it personally. Yeah. Because it's probably not personal. Yeah, like meltdowns or that kind of thing. We just, I think it's just like I say, I, I can't think of any coping mechanisms for this. And I feel like my anger is actually a coping mechanism. Yeah. I wouldn't say there's ways of coping mechanisms or there's things I could do to control it. Because I feel like I shouldn't control it. Because I think if I control it, it'll probably just pop up somewhere else. Yeah, it'll probably just be a meltdown later yeah. on. In, in fact, you don't have that many meltdowns. But I'd say that's probably because you have little, like little outbursts of anger. Yeah, it's been like over. Helps. It's been like over a year now since yeah. my last actual meltdown. So, and I think that yeah, the angry outbursts are just ways of. I think it is a coping mechanism. I think I have to go on these rants. And no matter what I say, and like no matter how horrible it might sound, I think like no, I don't mean it. And also, it's just, it's just you were you wrong know. place, wrong time. Probably. Yeah, most of the time that's what it is, uh, and I don't mean it. But like, it's hard to say some of the stuff I say to someone that's NT about them without them thinking like, what is wrong with him? And like, that is some horrible stuff. I think like it's. It's difficult. So it's like if there's anybody else out there that's like me and you've got an NT partner or you've, you're NT and your child is on the spectrum or, you know, what I mean, like you're a child and you listen to this and your parents NT or whatever. If you're the same as me, I would say don't take it personally, even if what they're saying is quite personal about mm-hmm. you, because I have said some stuff that I would consider 
quite personal about people, but it, I don't, I, I mean, like after I've done it, I feel fine. Um, and it doesn't, I don't understand. And initially I used to think like horrible stuff about myself after I'd done it. So I'd do it. They'd be like, well, Jimmy, they'd be really upset. And like, why have I said that about them? And I just like, why have I done that? Like, <laughs> why am I going around doing stuff? I'm a horrible person. Whereas now I kind of don't like, I don't want to do the excuse of it's my Asperger's. I can't help it. Um, but I have very little control over my anger. And I don't know if it's because it's a coping mechanism that I have taught myself to avoid meltdowns or worse things somewhere else. So I have to just let the let the pressure out every now and then with these like angry rants. Or it's to do with where my Asperger's has developed as I've grown up and I can't, you know, show emotions properly. So they come out in these weird ways that aren't normal and sometimes aren't that pleasant you know i don't know if it's just because i don't know how to react to stuff properly that this is just how i emotionally respond to stuff but because people don't know what autism is and a lot of people don't know what asperger's is and that kind of thing sometimes it just looks like i'm just horrible yeah but again like like i said earlier it's not like you're constantly like this it's not a case of uh, every day no. you're saying horrible things to people it's, it's really just, not it's, it's just because just... we're doing a podcast episode <laughs> yeah on anger so I'm, I'm purposely pulling up my examples but i don't go around like just screaming <laughs> at people like de- on daily yeah. doing, like, I don't. it's definitely not it's definitely uh after a build-up of things and it's definitely not common it's just like say you don't really express emotion but if you do it's going to be anger because you're either your normal placid self. I would say it's a sign that there's something, something up. Yeah, um, with but like me. you say, it might be a it it might be a good thing. It might be a good release for you. The more we've been talking about, it, the more I think it probably is because when I think about you, maybe like before you have like a little angry outburst, which might be the tiniest thing of just a telling me to shut up mm-hmm. or like telling someone to shut up, yeah. and then you're fine. Or it might be a longer rant, but. Before that, you probably are a little bit more irritable. As soon as it's happened, you are just calm again. Yeah, and I feel so like it's it a longer period of time. So when I go on the longer angry rants, like I did yesterday, day before, I think I was good for like four hours after that. Yeah. Where no matter what was happening, I was oblivious. I was like, it doesn't matter, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I So it, it probably is a good thing because it's not... Like, like you said, you're not violent, you're not aggressive, and at no point have I ever seen you have an angry rant towards someone or, like, towards me or anything like that where I've felt like you were, like, I was genuinely concerned that you were going to hurt someone. or yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. not like that at all. You just say stuff, but it's never anything... It's never anything violent or aggressive. I don't think there's an issue with it. You more just will say, oh, I hate that person or something like that. Or I hate the fact they've done that or that's stupid. It's just, yeah, it's just words. It's not threats or anything like that. So uh, it might be a good thing. I think the more we've spoken about, the more I think that it's actually probably quite helpful to your... Yeah, probably. Being. So um, may, maybe if you you do know someone on the spectrum and that's they are more like Nikki and act in a more angry way, don't always see it as a bad thing. Obviously, if it's 
a violent or threatening thing, then that's something that you've got to work on, especially if they're a child and they're going to, you don't want them to grow up to be like that because that could get them in serious trouble. But if it's just an anger and they're just saying a couple of hurtful words, try and teach them to not do it necessarily in public because you don't really, you don't do it no publicly very often i would say yeah i don't i've never done it like in a way that's massively obvious i would say just people that know me well might see it yeah but i wouldn't say that i just scream at random people in the street or anything like that no no definitely not it's more like sometimes you'll something will happen and then you'll tell me about it and Mm. be annoyed but yeah i just it can be a good thing i think it can be useful sometimes just let it let it out yeah and you might you'll probably feel better afterwards yeah well that's it that one went well quick i know that actually flew by yeah usually with these like i notice at about 30 minutes that we're halfway through but with this one i didn't look at the timer until about 53 minutes and thought wow well yeah so that's it for this week Uh, i have no idea what we're doing next week so we'll need to think about that yeah, if uh, you do have any topics that you want us to do, though, uh, let us know. Or if you've got any questions, if you ever listen to an episode and then you want to find out a little bit more, feel free to ask us a question because we can always just answer it at the start of the next yeah, episode. Or it doesn't have to be this week either, so don't like feel like you've got to do it on the back of this episode. If you are new to our podcast and just been listening to our older episodes and something came up there that you want us to go over again or a point of it you want us to elaborate on, like, that's cool. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, we just need to know where and when. Um, we did, like, a listener question episode, yeah, and I, did, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, and uh, somebody mentioned, just quickly, to wrap this up, uh, I think on Twitter, that one of our episodes has bad sound quality at one point. Uh, there's I can't remember what episode it was now, but they know who they are. Um, they said it goes muffled. Uh, I have tried to fix that. I can't fix it. So sorry. I just apologise. I think there's like a minute and a half of one oh, episode I'm where, so sorry. where it sounds like we're underwater. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. But I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't figure out how to fix it. So there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, I said I'd try and sort it out, but I can't. Uh, so yeah, I can only apologise for that. But that's it. Uh, like, follow us on Facebook again, at Them Asperger's. There's also a group on that page. Feel free to jump in there. Um, I'm still letting everybody in. I'm not doing any screening. We haven't had to lock anything down or place rules yet or monitor anybody. Everybody's behaving. Everything's great. Everybody's talking to each other. There's nothing that I would consider bad. Um, so, yeah, we're all good still. So feel free to add yourself to the group. Uh, it might take us a couple of days to notice you've tried to request and we'll have to approve it. But I'm getting good at checking that again because it's starting to calm down. But yeah, that's it. At them Asperger's on Facebook uh, and get yourself in there. Um, Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Bye.